everybody and welcome to this episode of Victory. Sorry for the long title, but I have a lot to say. Let's get started. Also, I am now enjoying the unblocked internet of Hong Kong, which is also why I'm uploading this episode a bit late because our VPN wasn't working the last couple of days we were in China. Anyways, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Random Fact Generator. Today's random fact is... If you've ever read Captain Underpants, you'll know that George and Harold like to scramble the words on the side. For example, pick your own roses becomes pick our noses. Well, the letters in election results can be scrambled to read lies. Let's recount. All right, let's get started. A tale of a city within a city that should be a country. Now, as you know, the Great Wall first started being constructed in the year 476. Now, fast forward 930 years and we'll come to the year 1406, which was when the Forbidden City was built. Yes, it is a city that is within a city, Beijing, and it should be a country, which you'll learn about later. So, although not forbidden now, the Forbidden City actually only took 14 years to build and was completed in 1420. It is about 720,000 square meters, 723,633 to be exact, or about 178 acres. You know, everything sounds more impressive in metric. The smallest country, the Vatican City, is 122 acres, 121.6 acres to be exact. Yes, the Forbidden City is bigger than a country, which means that it could be a country. If this doesn't sound impressive, the Forbidden City is as big as 1,714 basketball courts. Okay, so why is it called the Forbidden City if it's not forbidden anymore? Well, when it was first built, the Forbidden City could only be accessed by the emperor, equivalent of a king, his immediate family, and the officials and servants that, well, helped him. In fact, the entrance to the Forbidden City had three doors. The two side doors, one in which the family members entered for, and one in which the officials entered from. The center door is, well, for the emperor, and the emperor only. The emperor's wife could only go through the center door once, on the day she was married. That's it. Now, let's take a look at the facts of the actual door. You'll notice that the outer doorway is round, and the inner doorway is square. Why is that? Well, there's a Chinese saying, which means that the sky where the gods live is round and the earth where the humans live is a square. Yes, thank you, translator Yiling, and my cousin in China, which spoke the Chinese. Thus, the square doorway on the inside shows that humans live inside, and the round doorway on the outside shows that gods live outside. You can actually see that the saying holds true for other places as well. There's a temple in China where the emperor visits and pays his respect to the gods. The roof is round. All of the buildings inside the Forbidden City, on the earth, are square. You'll also notice that the roof of the Forbidden City is yellow, or sort of a golden color. This is because the color yellow signifies two things. One, the king, and two, the middle. More on that later. So number one, the king. You see, yellow robes are worn by only the king, which signify his high rank. 
Green robes are worn by the emperor's son, also signifying his high rank, although not as high as the king. Blue is reserved for the gods. These same colors can also be used for the roofing, although, you know, slightly different. Yellow roofing is for where the king lives, the Forbidden City, similar to the robes, but because the entire Forbidden City has yellow roofing, green roofing is for when the king visits temples and other places, which shows that the king is of a lower rank than the god, respect, and the blue roofing is, once again, for the gods. And as stated before, there is another reason for why the Forbidden City has yellow roofing. For a minute, close your eyes and pretend you are a king. You would always be afraid others would kill you, like eating with a sword over your head. And the only thing supporting the sword is a thin rope. And because you'd be afraid others would kill you, you'd always want to be in the center, away from them. And also, in case somebody attacks, you'd always be in the center, protected. So when you're in the city, the middle of the city especially, the entire city sort of just, you know, builds around the middle. And you can still see this today. The forbidden city in the center is, well, square. But then there's a series of roads that ring around it. First ring road, second ring road, and so on until the sixth ring road. After that, it's kind of a mess. But it's still amazing that these roads are still there. Anyways. Back to what we were talking about. The Forbidden City is in the middle. Chinese also have another saying. My cousin will read this for you again. And translator Yiling. East is trees, south is fire, west is meadow dash gold, north is water, and the middle is mud. Perfect! These are the five elements in China, and as translator Yiling said, each element has a direction, and with each element also comes a color. East, which is trees, is green. South, which is fire, is red. West, which is metal or gold, signifies the color white or gold. North is water, blue. And finally, we have the middle, which is the color yellow. And it's taken a while to get here, but because the Forbidden City is in the middle, the color of the roof is... Yellow! Yep, yellow. And now, it's break time. Where at the camp, we had cold noodles with sesame sauce and sliced cucumber. Bonus random fact time! A palindrome is when a word is the same forwards as it is backwards. An example is mom or dad. The same can apply for dates. The most recent palindrome date was on March 29th, 2023. 3-29-23. Backwards, 3-29-23. In fact, that entire palindrome was a week. I mean, that entire week was a palindrome. 3-20-23. And so on. This is called a palindrome week. So now I have two questions for you. A, when will the next palindrome week occur? And B, what are some palindromes that you can think of? Like, words-wise. Listen to the end of the podcast for some answers. And if you want to submit your own palindrome, link in the description. Whew, these palindromes are tongue twisters.
Alright, let's go. Back to the city within a city that should be a country. And oh, one more random fact. Did you know that the Forbidden City was built without any nails? That's crazy, right? Well, actually not. If you've built a puzzle, you should know how this works. The buildings in the Forbidden City were built similar to puzzles. Each piece of wood sort of interlocks with another piece of wood. And piece upon piece, with more interlocking pieces, the building is made. In fact, there's a building in the Forbidden City that can just be taken apart and reconstructed like Lego. The roof is also slightly more complex, but it is also built without nails. And because being a roof, it's heavy and has vulnerable parts. So how they did this was actually pretty clever. So they put a bunch of wooden beams on top of each other and make a grid-like pattern. This spreads out the weight of the clay tiles on the roof, but there's still a weak spot on the roof. The corners. How do you solve this problem? By adding more interlocking tiles, of course! So, the builders essentially added small statues on the top of the building, which had spikes on the bottom, which would help anchor the tiles to the building and strengthen the building even more. Each building will either have one statue, three statues, five, seven, nine, or ten of these statues. These statues are called xiao shou, and depending on the rank of the person, it will have more or less statues. It will have these statues in these order. Also, the way that this works is that my cousin will read one of the animals, and then my sister will say the English translation. Ready, set, go! 奇凤仙人, leader of the Xiao Shou, does not count as one of the Xiao Shou. Long, dragon, Feng, phoenix, Shizu, lion, Haima, seahorse. Quick clarification here a horse that lives in the sea, not a seahorse, seahorse. Anyways. Next creature. Tianma. Heavenly steed, also known as a sky horse. Yayu. Duck, fish, combo. Suanyi. A more powerful lion. Xiezhi. Sort of like a unicorn, except it has thick hair all over its body. Douyu. An animal with dragon body, cow, head, a monkey with wings. The only building with 10 statues is the Hall of Supreme Harmony. This building is of the highest rank, and it is the only building that has all of the Xiao Shou. And when building a vast city at such a scale as the Forbidden City, one of any of the builders would fear for it to be destroyed. And in order to make sure that the Forbidden City would last for a long time, as seen today, the builders made the entire city on platforms. These platforms not only raised the entire city up on higher ground, preventing it against floods, but it also helped the city resist against earthquake. You see, when an earthquake occurs, the base will help absorb the shaking of the ground and not put all of the force of the earthquake on the actual building, similar to what they're doing in Japan. Then the shaking of the ground that actually does get to the building 
gets eased with all of the interlocking beams, because the beams can sort of move. The grid pattern on the roof does even more to spread the roof of the, the force of the earthquake. Yeah, force of the earthquake. I really... Palindrome! Anyways, <clears throat> the grid pattern on the roof does more to spread the force of the earthquake. In short, the entire building sort of just moves with the earthquake instead of fighting against it. Beijing also has a lot of rain. It's called typhoon or a typhoon in English, not to be confused with an er hurricane though. Typhoon essentially just means heavy rain and wind. In fact, most of Beijing is flooding as I speak. These platforms on the Forbidden City help it with flooding because as I said before, it's on higher ground and takes longer for the water to reach the Forbidden City. By then all the water should have been drained. The higher platforms also have small holes where the water is drained to the lower platforms. These small holes are called coulongs. The water from the higher platforms are drained to the lower platforms and then to the ground. But isn't Beijing also very cold? What happens if the water seeps underground and then freezes? Won't it push the tiles up? Well, guess what? The builders also thought of that problem. The way they did it was they took a very thick piece of stone. It's a bit hard to imagine, but let's think of the stone as a bed. The top of the bed is where you sleep, and the sides of the bed are the edges of the bed. There's a long edge and a short edge of the bed. So instead of placing the bed, or I mean the, the rock, with the top side facing up, like the part where you sleep facing up, the builders would rotate it 90 degrees so that it's vertically and the edges are facing up. That way, if any water makes its way through the cracks, it would have to go a very long way down and it would freeze between the tiles, not doing much harm. The most it'll do is sort of move the tiles apart, but there's just so many and it's so heavy and there's so much pressure, it won't really do much. Maybe push it a bit to the side. Now, if we look closer, have a closer look at the platforms, we'll notice that the platforms have pillars. These pillars have statues on them, and even the statues have meaning. Yes. It's just so detailed. The, the animal depicted on the statue is called a qiling, sort of like a mix between a dragon and a lion. If you count the number of bumps on the back of its head, you'll count 24 bumps. Well, if you count the number of stripes on the pillar, you also get 24 stripes. Phew, we, we're really going into detail on this. Well, why are there 24 bumps and 24 stripes? Well, 24, you'll, you'll find this a lot, but 24 means that there are 12 months of the year and 12 zodiac signs. If you still remember the temple that we talked about at the beginning, that's round and where the king worships the god, it also has 24 pillars inside. Well, it's kind of more complicated, but it has 24 pillars on the first floor, 12 for, you know, the lunar year, and 12 for the months. And then above the 12, there are four pillars on the second layer. Four pillars? Why four pillars? For the seasons of the year. Okay, so we started broad and we got really close into detail. Now let's zoom out and look back map of the Forbidden City. So, you'll notice that the entire palace is not only huge, 
but also symmetrical. How did the emperors not get lost? Thank you for listening to the end of the podcast. Here are some more palindrome. Number one, borrow or rob. Number two, do geese see God? Number three, UFO tofu. Number four, ibophobia, which is the fear of palindromes. Five, kayak. Six, civic. Seven, rotator. Eight, race car. Nine, taco cat. Ten, gate man sees name. Garage man sees name tag. Six, kai or I forgot what number I was on. Anyways, kayak salad. Alaska yak. That's one big one. And last one, race safe, fast car. So those are all the palindromes I know. The next one, I admit searching it out, but it is a fun one. Naomi. Okay, it has a lot of names. So Naomi, Gianna, Ed, All, Robert, Alan, Red, Han, Evan, Eden, Mel, Lola, All, Lemned, Enave, No, Rur, Nella, Trevor, Alan, De, Anna, Ig, and Ima. I'll paste all of these in the descriptions as well. Credits! Thank you to Yuling Devaru, my sister, and Hui Han, my cousin, for helping out today. Um, her name, just for clarification, is Hui Han, not Hui Huang. She asked me to clarify that. Thank you to every one of you listeners for listening all the way to the end. This episode was created and directed by Vikram Devaru. I'm your host, Vikram Devaru, and music was made on Remix Live. Thank you for watching, for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.